0: you have arrived you have now entered the kush life welcome to the kush life podcast where we explore the oklahoma medical marijuana community from growers to dispensary owners it's the kush life for us
1: Welcome to the Cush Life Podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana. Today, we're in the back of the Cush Dispensary. Katie, Chris, thanks so much for having us as always. And uh, Katie, I guess it's been a great week here at the dispensary.
0: Yeah, it's been a fun week. Um, We've been doing a little spring cleaning here at the shop. We've been pushing out some shake deals and just trying to move through some older product and get the fresh new flower out on the shelf. Nice.
2: And this product that we're talking about is not old. Not it old, is, but
0: just shake charge, you know. Yeah, it's like a week old,
2: but we're throwing out some killer deals this week, um, next week as well, uh, till it's gone. First yeah. come, first serve, but uh, $75 ounces, yummy. Uh, what else?
0: Um, well, we just have all different quantities, different strains, but it's all good stuff.
2: Is it the AK-47 that's 75, or which
0: Yeah, that's one of the ones that's on special. Okay. And the Lilac Diesel.
2: Lilac like, Diesel, 75 an ounce? hmm Those are some nice-sized buds, too. Yeah. Chunky.
1: Chunky buds are the good ones.
0: <laughs> Everyone likes chunky buds. Definitely. I
2: definitely. like chunky butts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> buds. We're doing a little do dough today, huh? Yeah. All it's right. one of those new, fresh strains coming in on the shelf. It's From from Green Lion. It's one of our favorites here at the shop Absolutely. and we've got Cornelius here to tell us about it.
3: Hello how you guys doing today?
0: Good.
1: Cornelius man what's going on?
3: Not too much just uh trying to stay dry today. Fighting fires. Or is that a little too loud? Yeah just uh trying to not catch on fire out of, out of the property in the farm today.
1: Oh no what happened?
3: Uh we had a uh, fire across the street uh Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Ooh. Yeah everybody's all right though huh? Uh Definitely, some people lost their property, lost their houses. Um, a couple barns good. burned down, um, but we're, we're all good. And uh, I think the rain today hopefully got rid of all that.
1: Yeah, hopefully so. Well, definitely. I mean, springtime, uh, mm-hmm. fires will keep coming back. Now, right? No doubt.
3: Yeah, I just didn't realize I had to worry about that in Oklahoma quite as much.
1: Well, yeah. so where are you from, man?
3: I'm um, originally from here, but been living in Colorado and California uh, since I guess the early 2000s. All
1: much. right, so you grew up and born and raised here. Yep. Cool, where at?
3: Um, I went to Casha to Hall for high school here.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
2: yeah, and that's yeah. where you went, isn't it, Marshall?
1: No, we were the arch rival. Oh, yeah. okay.
2: Uh, yeah. um,
1: we were the Dutchman.
2: Oh, oh Hall Hall. Yeah. 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 Um, when yeah. did you graduate? No fighting, guys. Yeah. No fighting.
1: Hell yeah, we're fighting now. I was ninety six too. Oh shit,
2: I'm ninety. <laughs> hey, I'm ninety six.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think if I remember correctly, we went and tried to steal something stupid from Holland Hall in the
1: nineties. Uh, maybe a statue or
3: uh, my senior year. I remember we tried to steal something from there.
1: Hey, all I know is we beat you senior year. That's uh, I'm sure. Yeah, but uh,
2: you guys didn't beat Owasso.
1: <laughs> we didn't play Owasso.
2: <sighs> or you would lose. I yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's awesome. All right, so Casha Hall to. Uh, then
3: I went to college at OU, um, started growing uh, my freshman year, uh, living in, in Norman, definitely you know, on the down low, um, and, and grew here until the early 2000s when I thought it might be a good idea to get out of Oklahoma and um, move out to California. So I moved out to Humboldt County and lived out there four or five years, um, and then moved to Colorado as things took off there, and um, then came here about two years ago, and um you know, it's about it.
1: Cool. All right. So what, what made you, get? I know you said you're just down in school wanted to grow, but what made you want to actually decide to put, I mean, cause especially the risk back then to start
3: that. Yeah. You definitely got in a lot of trouble back then. Um, I don't know. I have a family member who was somewhat involved in the music growing business back in the day where a lot of growers in the 90s were maybe financing music that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of got turned onto the grow scene through some music. Um and I got turned onto the better weed through some music and at that time you just couldn't find good pot here in Oklahoma and so really the only solution was to start growing yourself.
2: Yeah, back when we had the the skunk weed.
0: What, yeah. What music scene were you in? At the um
3: town? it extended grateful dead kind of stuff. Okay. Um I don't know if I should even. I guess it's probably okay. Uh, there's a band, Edie Raquel and the New Bohemians. They had a hit in like the mm-hmm. late '80s, early '90s. Like "What I Am." She's married to Paul Simon now. Right. Okay. Um, but essentially, uh, their manager was a big grower in the Texas area before he passed away.
2: That's um, a, "What I Am" is what I am. You watch you yeah. are? Oh,
3: uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she actually, I think she uh, she dated Jerry Garcia maybe for a
2: minute. Yeah. Um, I heard that.
3: Yeah, a cool band right. and uh. That's how I got turned on to it, and just um, just started growing, and um, eventually, at some point, it was just growing enough here that I decided to leave.
2: So, did you <laughs> did you grow some weed that she might have had at one time? Um, because if so, I might have smoked your weed back in the nineties. It's
3: definitely possible. Um, we used we used to grow a lot of a strain called D here in Oklahoma in the nineties. Yeah, um, yeah, people back then used to think it was stood for Dank or. Something, but it was literally A B C D. D. Yeah, yeah. It was literally just, uh, just a letter. Right. You know, we we (laughs) had, uh, I think we did maybe sixteen or seventeen seeds, and we came out. You know, just A B C D E F G. Right. And D ended up being the winner. Um, there was also a string candy corn in the nineties that I used to run here. Um, but but yeah, it's definitely possible you had some of my weed in the nineties here.
2: Yeah, I believe I've I've had the D. You have? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I wish I wish I had that. Um, if anybody out there. Uh, maybe he still has a cut of that. I would love to have that back. Yes, um,
2: you can come bring it to Kush. Yeah, and we'll make sure Cornelius gets it. Yeah, it would be awesome. Seeds, bring seeds.
3: Yeah, I've actually uh, recently been turned on to a bunch of the seeds. Uh, there's still like four or five thousand of them left out there. Okay, and. Um, I just haven't been able to get any to germinate. They're about 25 years old at this point. Right. And so, like, I'm just running through those trying to get any of them to germinate. Um, So maybe I'll get lucky and and find one or two.
2: Are you doing them in paper towels? Are you putting them in just, like, a solo cup?
3: At this point, I've tried everything. Okay. They're so old and they weren't stored properly that I'm literally just trying everything I can to just get one of them to just pop.
2: Right.
1: So you moved out to California to...
3: uh, Moved to Humboldt County um, and lived out there and enjoyed enjoyed living out there a whole bunch um you know and definitely out there we we're we were growing the sour diesel the og kush um lavender back then
2: purple urkel um we
1: had purple urkel recently
3: oh yeah. nice yeah, yeah it's definitely one of my old school favorite strains
2: yeah the one that came through here it was tastes like the old school one. really yeah, yeah, yeah i've seen a lot of the pretendicas yep but this one was it was on point
3: yeah i haven't seen a good one in probably 10 years mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, I love that strain.
2: Yeah, next time if it comes through, uh, do we still have Purple Urkel yeah, up there? Yeah, we have
0: now? some left. He, this grower does have some really old genetics, yeah. his family strains, and they've kept the same genetics for decades, and so he does have some really good strains.
3: Yeah, I wish I would have done that. N- numerous times when I moved places, I instead just decided, you there's plenty of good genetics where I'm going, and I just left what I had, and it's like uh, what I wouldn't give to have sour or OG back or lavender, mm-hmm. the real one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so, out there, you were growing a lot and then moved to to Colorado?
3: Yep. Then, um, the grass appeared greener in Colorado, you know, at least for a couple of years. And so, pretty much all my friends, we all picked up and moved there. Um, and lived there for 11 years. Did a bunch of different stuff there. I owned a dispensary, grow there. Um,
2: what dispensary did you have in Colorado? Uh,
3: Colorado Herbal Remedies. We were in Fort Collins. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I definitely did a bunch of uh, caregiving when I lived there as well as, you know, my own growing and stuff like that too.
2: Cool.
1: Speaking of Fort Collins, there's some good beer in Fort Collins.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I definitely drank more than my fair share of beer there. Um, I'm trying to think what my uh, – if Odell might be my favorite brewery yeah. or maybe, uh, maybe Equinox. But, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely like the beers in Fort Collins.
1: So what was it like to move from Denver to Oklahoma? Um.
3: It, it, I lived here previously, so, so it actually wasn't so bad. And when we got here, Oklahoma's changed a lot. Um, the nightlife here is better now. The food's gotten a lot better. There's beer here now. Um, the cannabis is legal, so it's it's actually been pretty pleasantly awesome.
1: Yeah, not bad now,
2: huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, getting better.
3: The COVID things made it a little weird. You know, that like we were only here eight months, and then all of a sudden we've been locked down, and the last year's been weird. But other than that, yeah enjoying oklahoma again
1: all right, so i know beer you know we're still trying but i think uh, as far as all the medical we're doing just just pretty well with yeah. colorado from whatever we're here what do you how do you look at it all
3: i think so um i i think um some of the concentrates i think uh, in colorado are maybe a little more advanced but but with the exception of that like definitely the flower here is getting better all the time like i like what's going on here in oklahoma
2: oh. yeah we do have some good cultivators here yeah. in the state, definitely.
0: Well, and people really are... There are a lot of scientists out there that are trying to do different things and they're they're creating different things. They're trying to break themselves out of the mold or break themselves mm-hmm. out of the box. And I think we'll get there and I think people will do some really cra- crazy cool things. I mean, we've seen some really cool things that haven't really made it to the market yet. And I know... Oklahoma's gonna do some awesome stuff. It's cool. Yep. There's some really smart people here. Yeah. So when did you move back?
3: Uh right at two years. I think uh we moved back May of twenty
1: nineteen. Okay. Okay. And tell us about your business.
3: Um we have a we have a farm out near Bristow, um about two thousand square foot grow uh about 60 lights so we're not we're not a huge grow but we're not a small grow either we're just kind of trying to stay in between that boutique as well as like almost like a commercial amount of boutique weed coming out um so we're trying to do our very best to just produce in a quality product that's um that's also somewhat commercially viable
1: all right what uh what kind of separates you guys what do you do that's unique i know it's it's a lot of you right because you just have been growing for so long but you probably have something in your style that was probably unique to you. Yeah, I, I
3: don't know, really. I think a lot of that is um, I, I try not to overcomplicate things. Some, sometimes I think in the cannabis industry and with growing, I think a lot of people try to do too much sometimes. And really, it's a plant. You know, it's it's been there for thousands of years without us. Um, so I kind of like to just I, I, not not saying I'm passive on it, but, you know, I, I let the plant do a lot of its own work. And try not to get in the way of that as much as I, as I possibly can.
2: So that's that KISS technique? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, You know what that is?
1: No, I was going to say. Please explain.
2: Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the KISS technique.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know, a, a lot of people use a lot of additives. People, a lot of people use a lot of different products to do all these different things. And it's like sometimes I think a lot of people are trying too hard to make it do something that maybe it doesn't want to do or maybe not understanding that it's just a plant and that there's only so much really that, like, you you can affect that. And I think a lot of people might just over, over try and end up uh, just not quite producing quite as nice of a product.
1: So mm-hmm. somebody's just a natural, right? You know. Yeah.
3: He's, he's, a, he's a green thumb. Yeah,
0: he's yeah. a natural green thumb, no doubt. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Cornelius grows really nice flower. His- yeah,
3: we definitely try to. His yeah.
0: flower is really pretty. It's covered in trichomes. They all of his strains smell really good. Test really really well in terps. It's good medicine. They do a really good job.
3: And and hopefully they all smoke too really well. That's that's kind of what I'm going for. Um, there's definitely a two week flush on everything, so ev- everything kind of hopefully has its best um, aromatic qualities to it and everything smokes smooth and has a good taste. Pretty much down to the end of end of whatever you're smoking.
1: Oh. Cool. Uh what's been your favorite strain that you've grown so far?
3: Um a lot of de- right now I'm I'm really enjoying the Runts pancakes. Um I haven't gotten that into production at work yet, but um that's kind of what I'm really enjoying right now. Uh dough, which we're going to talk about today, I definitely like a lot. Um It's pretty much just constantly evolving.
1: All right, let's go into Dosido. Why why did you grow dough? Um it,
3: it it's got a lot of that good Almost the OG Kush kind of flavor to it. Kind of that fuel with a little bit of the Girl Scout cookie flavor to it. Um, it just kind of hits all my Terp needs for my brain. Um, it, it's it's just a really nice flower.
2: It is phenomenal.
3: My, my brain craves the fuel um, and that OG Terp all the time. And so it's like I, I don't find that as much these days as I did 10 years ago. And so mm. I, I definitely like that the, the do covers that covers that.
1: What should a patient expect from it?
3: Um... A great tasting flower. Um, it's pretty sedating. Uh, an all-around good smoke. It uh, it's kind of my nighttime couch lock kind of smoke.
2: Yeah, it's a good flavor, it's- definitely, and it will it will lay you down.
0: Yeah, if I smoke this late at night, I can't keep my eyes open. It's definitely that put you to bed nighttime smoke. But you can smoke it during the day, and I like not- to smoke
2: it before lunch. Yeah. yeah, like on the way to lunch, we'll smoke a joint, and then I just. Eat everything.
3: Yeah, I tend to start <laughs> my day with the nighttime weed, and yeah. you know, pretty much nighttime weed all day long.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, so we want to know some uh, terpene talk.
0: Yeah, talk about terpene. Terpene
2: talk with Katie.
0: Um, this one it hits on a lot of those common top three terpenes, which are beta carefulene, humulene, and beta myrcene. But that myrcene. Is definitely in there. I mean, we feel it. It's relaxing. It hits you heavy in the eyes. Mm-hmm. It will couch lock you if that's if you're sitting down in the couch. <laughs> what if you're
2: not but sitting in the couch? Is you it still going to couch mean, lock you?
0: You're going to be relaxed. You're going to feel not you're like you want to like go take a run. But find your own gonna couch. Gonna, you're just going to gonna be on. chill. Okay, be more relaxed. But I mean, it's not going to make you fall asleep standing up i wouldn't think
2: well we're working on that
0: <laughs> i guess you could smoke enough of it and fall asleep standing up but it's just going to be a really nice re- relaxing high yeah, they- people love this flower they call in asking for it it is definitely a house favorite
2: cornelius where can they find your dosi dough?
3: um i you guys might actually be the only people who have it at the moment um okay. yeah we this last this last time we pulled it we didn't pull more than a pound or two of it it was just uh we're, we're trying to transition more into pulling weed every week as opposed to every two months
2: so they'll be able to find it at kush dispensary they
3: will be able to find it at kush dispensary
2: all right
0: it's one of the best
2: all right so are we gonna get to the the main topic that we ask everyone I'll are we? Are we? we, we no, are we God, still great. on the? Are we go still for it. on this? No, oh, go, you for it. Can go
0: back to it, Cornelius. What was your first time smoking? What'd you smoke? What'd you smoke out of? How old were you?
2: Um,
3: let's see. I gosh, uh, I probably would have been twelve years old, maybe thirteen years old. Um, definitely Mexican swag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I think we probably smoked maybe a good six months before any of us actually got high. I um, mean, you know, at, at twelve years old, we thought we were getting high, you know, and then one day we actually got high, and um, yeah, it pretty much changed my life. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, what'd you smoke out of? Uh,
3: so because we were twelve years old, uh, and for whatever reason, we were doing this on our own. We didn't know anyone who had a pipe. We didn't know anyone who actually smoked weed. So these were all joints that I was rolling myself. Uh, and so that, that might actually explain why it took six months for us to get high because <laughs> the joints were not very good, but, but yeah, yeah, definitely rolled them myself.
2: Mine was out of a bush can, like a yeah. the can and you poke the holes in it, you know, that was my yeah. first if time. If we,
3: if we would have had an older brother maybe, or somebody to turn us on, we would have known about that or a pipe <laughs> or a bong or something, but no, right. we, we were just buying zigzags and
0: rolling them up.
3: Yeah.
2: Trying to roll them up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. And I, I distinctly remember thinking, you know, where's this been my entire life? Right. Um, pretty much immediately.
2: Nice. I me. Yeah. the first time I smoked it, I was like, "What the hell is this?" I'm feeling weird. And then I got the giggles. Oh yeah. And then we went and ride rode our bicycles and skateboards and all that stuff, trying to wear it off and stay away from our parents.
3: Yep. Yep. What? Yeah my uh, my parents
2: my parents are pretty cannabis
3: friendly, uh, but I didn't really realize that until I was about 18. So
2: yeah, I realized when I was about 15. Whenever my dad's like, "Go get me a sack of weed," I'm like, yeah, "What, right? Dad?" He's like. Go get me a sack of weed. I know who your girlfriend is. I know her mom. Go get me some weed, right? right. Yes, sir. <laughs> just don't hit me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's go try some dosido. Is it time? I feel like it's time.
2: All right, I'm in.
0: Hey guys, this is Katie at Kush. I just wanted to give you guys a friendly reminder. We do happy hour every morning. From ten to noon, it's every day twenty percent off everything in store except for the daily deal. That's right, twenty percent off. You can get concentrates, edibles, pre rolls, flour all at twenty percent off every morning, ten to noon. Come and see us. It's the Kush Lai for us. Kush Life. Kush Lai. Kush Life.
1: And we're back all right katie
0: how you feeling pretty good relaxed well, where do you feel it um definitely in my eyes but yeah i just feel relaxed all over probably i mean just a good relaxing high i can see
1: why you'd be on the couch though i'm pretty mm-hmm. relaxed yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. corny what about you how do you feel
3: i feel good um I feel it kind of in between my, in between my eyes a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit in the head, just like very relaxing. Yeah.
0: Ready to eat some dinner. Well, yeah. Did it give you the munchies? For sure.
2: That's where I'm at. I'm always ready to eat. That's your go-to. Yep. Whenever I get high, give me food. Yeah.
1: Uh, so what's overall been like coming back over into the state? And, you know, do you run into people from high school? Do you know people in the industry that you kind of grew up with? What's What's that like coming back, you know, for so many years and being so involved and now a, you know, massively, not only legal, but just incredible industry? Um,
3: I, I definitely run into people on all types of levels. I I definitely, oddly enough, run into a lot of people from Northern California here. Um as well as I run into people from Colorado here and then on top of that every once in a while I'll run into someone, you know, I know from school, um, here, but most of that is people looking for home grow advice. Um, as as opposed to actually, you know, dispensaries and, and grow advice. So what do
1: they ask? What do they ask?
3: Um, literally just, I, I have a bunch of friends right now that are setting up home grows that are constructing a house with the grow in mind. Um, and and you know, putting it in a basement that they're building out specifically for growing marijuana.
1: Oh,
0: that's cool.
3: Yeah, um, you know, things that I don't quite have the money <laughs> to be to be building a house like that. But you know,
0: that's funny. I didn't think about you know how like um, houses change per decade. Like yep. we add different rooms to our houses. I didn't think people would be adding grow rooms in the next. Yeah, one of my decade. friends. One of my friends that's... the other day
3: actually inquired about like geothermal heating and air for his for his new grow room he was building in his brand new home you know and and just like the amount of money going into putting geothermal heating and cooling into your grow room uh for a personal grow you, you, just just stuff that kind of is crazy to think he about. likes
2: yeah. to uh smoke better stuff yeah yeah like, definitely
0: I remember those crazy people in the in the 2020s they added all those grow rooms onto their houses that was weird people will say that someday yeah. no totally <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: right next to their storm shelter, <laughs> like I like. I mean, there's plenty of people putting storm shelters, but I've yeah, I've never heard of somebody grow like it's coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting.
3: Yeah, you know, in a lot of these super nice houses over in the the over bougie areas of town here, yeah, um,
0: have a grower come in and yeah, grow, prune for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. So so, what's it like? Do you run it? I mean. The people that you run into—is it uh, how is that? Do you relive, you know, some funny stories from back in high school, or or how does that go?
3: Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I I don't know if this is unique to Tulsa, or even maybe unique to like to Casher Hall or the high school I went to, or whatever. But for for whatever reason, it seemed like everyone from from my class uh, was into The Grateful Dead, was into Fish, yeah. was into all the same music, and so because of that we all run into each other 10, 12 times a year randomly in other towns anyway, you know, like run into them in Chicago at a fish show or some kind of a Grateful Dead kind of a thing going on. And, you know, so it's kind of, we've, we've all kept kind of in touch. And because of that, we've all stayed cannabis friendly as you know. Um, and, and so definitely, um, yeah, d- don't have to be reliving too much old days cause we spent, you know, definitely don't you ever stop friends. seeing each other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You stayed friends. So that must be nice. Yeah. I I'll see people randomly, but not very. I have like maybe one person, one guy, Stewart. We stay in touch on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, So you know, do you think uh, is it when you're moving here into the industry is it a predominant local industry? Do you you know is there a lot of people that have invested into the industry locally?
3: I think it's it's everything. Um, There's a lot of you know small mom and pop grows here. You know people that have never grown marijuana before that have started to grow as well as there's people that have moved here that kind of have a, a, you know, a medium knowledge of growing that have started farms as well as also there are definitely a big commercial corporations that have come in now. Like, I know Cookies is here now. Um, So I I think it's really a mix of everything going on. Um, A mix of all skill levels, a mix of all money levels. You know, like, there's people out there that didn't spend a lot for their farms that they have, and there's definitely a million, multi-million dollar farms going here, so... Mm-hmm. It's kind of really all over the place.
0: It's a big industry.
3: Yeah.
1: When when you look at it from your perspective, mm-hmm. everything, how do you, you know, is it weird to have a lot of people coming in from other states or you guys welcome it?
0: I mean, well, I think it's both. You welcome the people that are coming in and working hard and doing it the right way. But... There's other people that are coming in that are literally just trying to make money and siphon it right out of the state. And go and back home. Mm-hmm. take it back home. And no, we're not so thrilled about that part. <laughs> but right. so it's a, it's.
2: But I have it. My take is, um, you know, we would not be able to do this here if it weren't for people mm-hmm. in California lobbying to get cannabis legal. Mm-hmm. So that has helped us become legal. So I mean, they're helping out everybody, and then people hate on them when they're coming here. But like Katie had said, it depends on if you're doing what they're the coming right here way, for.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. Just like if you want to do it the right way, just I mean, don't be what's an the asshole. right way. What's just the right don't way? Don't be an asshole and steal from people. Yeah, well,
2: they're not <laughs> stealing. They're coming here working and leaving. It's not stealing.
0: Well. <laughs> Yeah okay, whatever. whatever. Right, so, <laughs> that's is, your opinion. Uh,
1: closing thoughts on on tell us you know what's what we've enjoyed about your flower is definitely quality and has been you know your skillmanship and what you do. So closing thoughts on you know you yourself and and your grow.
2: Um, we're
3: we're really just kind of getting started. Um, we're just doing our best to produce the best flower we can, um, the best smoking flower we can. At the end of the day, I end up smoking a lot of the cannabis that we grow myself. so Which is a good sign. Right. And so, like, it, it's always at least got to be up to my standards, um, which um, are pretty high. So, um, yeah, really just trying to do our best job that we can and um, trying to get bigger. Um, trying to get more, uh, just a more, I don't even know, just... Uh, established, maybe? Yeah, just more established in here... Um it it's just been kind of a crazy roller coaster, you know.
2: I think with the establishment part that we can probably work something out that's going to make sense for definitely, both of us. Definitely. Definitely. That way we'll get your name out there, um get your branding.
3: Yeah. Um branding's yeah. definitely been been hard in the here um you know just just based on the fact that um I, most places probably don't put your label on stuff when they're selling it. Most places are putting in their own jars just stuff like that. So it's like I, a lot of times a lot of the branding i don't think follows with the growers as much as it does the dispensaries.
2: Have you seen our jars? No, I haven't. Okay, Katie go grab one, please. Go grab one. But yep. It
0: does have your logo on it. That's, awesome.
2: that's what i'm saying. Awesome. But um yeah, the strains that we do have from you right now, um I think, Rose, Tropicana Blues, um Docido of course. Um I know we have like three more probably.
3: Um, do you guys have any in the Mac?
2: No, we don't have no. the Mac yet.
3: Um, maybe Melonade.
2: Yes, we have some Melonade.
3: Melonade's real good. It's got a nice citrus flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the Mimosa. Did you get any Mimosa? Yeah, we got Mimosa. Okay, mimosa, I really enjoyed that.
2: What's some other strains we have by uh,
0: Green Lion? Well, right now we have oh, nice. like Topanga Blues, Candy Kush, Dosi Doe. Um, m- uh, melonade.
2: We had mimosa. I think we sold out. Uh, rose. That was six. I actually like
3: that rose a lot too.
0: What else have we
2: had? I thought we had six. But yeah, this is the place. If you want to find some green lion, it's good stuff. Come That's to you know. Kush.
1: Yeah, and I'd say overall relax. But you know, you said in the couch. But I'm not. I'm not to where I'm ready to fall asleep and just completely die out.
0: I'm no. relaxed,
1: but I'm yeah. I'm no, sure it's, it's not gonna yeah. go. To sleep. We got more joints over here. <laughs> you got more. <laughs> jo- he's like, yeah. I yeah. think <laughs> it's that group
0: setting. It kind of you know keeps you up and talking, thinking. Yeah. But if you're at home and ready for bed, it's definitely if you're at
2: home Netflixing.
0: at time, time. Yeah, you'll relax a little bed, bit more. Smoke. So it's a good, like social smoke, but it's also a good nighttime smoke.
1: I could see the eyes go heavy, no doubt. Yeah, your eyes that. are red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where do people find you on social?
3: Uh, Instagram. We are Green Lion Cannabis, but I believe it is Green Lion underscore Cannabis. Um, and uh, we don't have a Facebook page or anything, so that's pretty much it.
1: All right, and then definitely they can come to Cush and pick up your flower. Definitely they can, Chris.
2: We will have all strains. So, come on through,
1: Chris. Katie, where do people find you?
0: Um, you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Cush Dispensary Tulsa. And you can find us at Cush Life Podcast or
2: 918 742
0: Cush. Kush Cush, Kush, Kush. Call us. Um. It's the Kushlai for us. Kushlai. Kushlai.